0: the world will change. Drexel University is designed to change with it. Drexel's unique design combines academic rigor with a transformative cooperative education program, positioning students and faculty alongside the experts tackling today's most complex issues. By constantly learning and evolving as the world moves forward, Drexel produces visionary leaders equipped to anticipate and address the challenges of the future. This is experiential education. Learn more at drexel.edu slash can't wait.
3: Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Dr. Frank Lobato, his friends and family, and I want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the hour to empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log in to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, Barry, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber. And even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B A R R I E. Welcome to all of you today. We have a very heartwarming, true and inspiring story by Dr. Frank A. Lobato, Linda in the Light. It is breaking news. The book just released reaffirms the continuation of life beyond the physical, bringing healing to those who have lost children, explaining the gifts brought by those tragic events. Accessing the other side is real, normal, and natural. Everyone can tap into this interaction with those who have passed without any special ability or training. This true story of a father's journey through incredible grief resulting from his daughter's tragic death in her 20s will move and inspire you to communicate with those close to you who have transitioned. Dr. Frank Lobato shares his direct experiences with his daughter, Linda, who becomes his teacher, guide, and healer. Dr. Frank was born in Brooklyn, New York, after having his first out of body experience or often referred to as an OBE, at 18 years of age, he became curious, read books, attended many programs at the Monroe Institute, developed abilities in conscious expansion, rescued souls who transitioned to the other side, and worked on many levels in the non-physical. Though not being born with the natural gift of accessing the other side he has become aware through his personal life journey of the reality of the continuum of life on all planes of existence the ability to access the other side is real and normal is a gift we all possess as part of our essential birthright and is readily available to all and that is our wish for you today that you use this show to speak to those who have Transition. I just want to say that I am personally a believer. I do speak to those that I'm was always very close to that have transitioned. I know they're always in my heart. I know that I can access them at any time. And I just want to say that when I got this beautiful autographed copy of the book, Linda in the Light, the moment that it came out, I was touched to tears when I I saw that it was autographed with much love, Frank and quote Linda, and it touched me. And just in introducing the show, it's it's being it's actually difficult for me because I'm already holding back tears because I am so touched by the story. And what it is, Dr. Frank will bring a listening audience today. Welcome, Dr. Frank. Thank you for giving us the breaking news. I'm very excited about the book, and I love the story. Welcome to the show.
4: Oh, well, thank you, Joyce, very much for that kind introduction. Uh, it's actually humbling to hear you speak um, about it. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to uh, communicate. Uh, my journey, actually Linda's journey with all of us who have lost children, uh, it's changed our lives forever, but in that, in that loss, in that transition, uh, there is a beauty, there's a communication, and uh, I believe death is a gift, and I'll explain as we go along. Uh, Frank, I there. just
3: want to share one thing with our audience before you tell you a story. Um, this is something that never happened to me before. Literally, I'm doing this show more than seven years. And I could not get into the studio. I could not schedule it. My computer was going crazy. The studio was going crazy. This really never happened. And we're talking minutes before the show. I was working on it the whole time. And I asked Linda to please take care of it for us. I said, Linda, this is your story. Please take care of it. And moments after I said that, it did get fixed. So having never met Linda, I'm already touched and moved by her extraordinary story.
4: Well, she did this to show everyone that life is real. Uh, Linda is a soul in the highest level of the light. I've been gifted to be her Her father, uh, she is my teacher, I am her student, and this just reaffirms that life eternal exists, and everyone can contact the other side. And Linda, by allowing you to have a little bit of difficulty before the show, is just another thing that she does on a daily basis for not only me, but everyone else, even people that have never met her before. So this confirms. I think
3: it was her way of letting her know she's with us. Because if I didn't have that difficulty, I wouldn't have known. You would have known, but Absolutely. I wouldn't have known. And again, it's a difficulty I never experienced before. It wasn't a typical glitch or a malfunction. It, it was everything was going crazy. So I know that Linda is right here, right now, with all of us.
4: Well, souls have the ability to, uh, on the other side, because there is no time or space on the other side, they can be in multiple places at the same time, and one of the things I discuss in the book is a new way of communication and thinking and thought process uh, with, with souls from the other side, because it's different than physical communication, but yet it is real, and everyone can access this ability without any prior training at all. And I think Linda came to me the night of her transition and asked me to write the book because I'm a regular person, grew up in Brooklyn, had no special talents or abilities, just a curiosity and a desire to learn, and I allowed myself to be open. There's a little saying that your mind uh, works like a parachute. It works best when it's open. And I think this was our predestined journey, her and I. It's the same predestined journey that everyone that's lost a child, especially, and a loved one. My journey and Linda's journey simultaneously on this side and the other side is only one of billions of knowings and billions of journeys. I am not unique. This book is to show people that everyone has the same ability, and from the other side, everyone gets the same message. It is something of essential birthright, something that we're born with, something that's part of our growth process, transitioning from the physical world to the non-physical world. It's a gift available to all. And simply put, if I can help one person by reading this book, and give them one word in the book that helps them to understand their journey and their knowing, then Linda has done her job through me. I call her a ghostwriter of the book because she writes through me, and many times she told me, Dad changed this, and I had to change it for her. <laughs> so <laughs> she's just amazing in that respect. But one other thing, uh, this knowing, everyone has a knowing, and everybody's knowing is real, and it's true to them, And nobody has the special gift or talent or ability to access the other side. This is one journey, one knowing, and I, I speak about this quite often in the book. I am just one person, and everybody's experience, whether it's just a smell or a sound from music or a touch or a feel or a memory, that's real, normal communication. And I'm just through... These many, many, many experiences that Linda and I have together, not only with uh, you and me, but other people that I write about in the book friends, mediums, channelers, healers, uh, the Monroe Institute. She has given me so many different ways to communicate through so many different genres in the physical and non physical. So, people that need definitive answers, people that have cognitive minds that have to see proof. Scientific proof. There's scientific proof in the book. People that just want to see a rose smelling or a miracle from the other side. There's miracles in the book. This is a, it. Just comes across uh, to everyone on all levels. You know, you don't you don't have to be a PhD to read this book. Linda wanted me to write it simple, concise, so people can understand it in everyday language. Yet there is a depth to the book. And people will pick up what they're meant to pick up because their higher selves will allow them to see their own journeys unfolding as they read Linda in the Light.
3: Yes, you did write it to reach everyone. I, I especially appreciated that. As I said, I'm not new to the spiritual world, the paranormal world. My best friend, one of my two best friends is a psychic that I speak to daily. He's a psychic medium. So I'm into it. But the book certainly will touch the hearts of believers and non-believers alike. And perhaps some of the non-believers will make their conversion (laughs) when they listen to the show and be inspired
4: by your story. And it's okay to be a non-believer. In other words, in the realm of spirituality, simple is best, and all roads lead to Rome. That's a cliché. So everybody's opinion is real to them, and uh, it's real to the other side. So I'm not looking. I make, a, I make a little anecdote in the book. If we watch a movie, and uh, I'll pick on Brad Pitt, okay? And I'll say, Brad <laughs> Pitt is the greatest. What a great actor. And you say to me, Frank. Brad Pitt was terrible in this role. But when I leave you, I kiss you, I love you, because in spirituality, we we just respect each other's opinions. And then I go home and I say, you know, maybe Joyce was right. Maybe Brad wasn't that good. And you go, maybe, Frank, maybe Brad was good. But what it does is it allows us to open up our hearts and our higher selves to what someone else has to say, and we respect everybody's opinion as real and natural and true to them, judgment is not part of the other side. it's only pure, unconditional love, and all races, all creeds, all people, feel and seem and, and, and get that same message. When I worked with patients from all over the world, from all different cultures and religions and races, and I 've helped their children, I helped them out, they hugged me and kissed me and gave me the same unconditional love. So I was able to experience that. And when we go into deep, deep, deep meditation, that, that peace that we ex- experience in that meditation is the same for everyone, no matter where we come from. And that's another thing in the book that Linda was very adamant about, that this is something for everyone to, to just look at and absorb.
3: Well, one of the things that touched me when you said Linda came to you and asked you to write the story, Mm -hmm. in the book you say she was surrounded by an angel on either side. Right. So that was certainly confirmation it wasn't an illusion because you saw the angels very clearly.
4: Yes, yes. Uh, And I was wide awake, and she came to me. What was very interesting about, I think, Linda knew – my uh, training that's why I call her my twin soul but I'm able to to communicate across a very vari- variation of, of mediums a variation of ways I can see her physically I smell her I can touch her all right I have out-of-body experiences where I've I've seen her I've had near-death experiences not being ill but being totally awake and aware in a deep meditation at the Monroe Institute on uh, October uh, 2008, where I was in a near-death experience, and uh, I write about that in the book. And, and a lot of people, and I respect those, those men and women and children that have had near-death experience and have come back to explain to us the other side. But Linda has shown me and shows everybody in the book that you can have a near-death experience without going through a tragic physical event, but you do not need a near-death experience or the ability to have an out-of-body experience to communicate with the other side.
3: And I think it is awesome once people tap into that and know that they could speak to a parent, a sibling, a best friend, a soulmate, anytime they want to. Uh, for me, on top of that, I ask for signs from the universe. I'm sure besides the speaking, you say signs all around you.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. She She's She's done things with lights. She's done things... Uh, with movies and pictures she's she's done things uh I don't want to give the book away because I really would like everybody to to read the book because it's so interesting as what she's done, but she gives us the she gives us the ability to see that there's so many different levels and ways of communication, and very important, you may say to yourself well i don't know how to do this well you know what there's people that are out there to help us that's why there's mediums and channelers and healers, and I have a special chapter about that. What is it all about? That you don't have to do this on your own. I mean, you can learn it. I, I learned it by just constantly being curious and going out there, and, and Linda's showing me this and things like that. But every child that transitions wants those parents to, to, to take a look at themselves and change their consciousness and their way of, of thinking and communicating in this physical realm. You, you shift. There's a conscious shift that awakens, and that's why that that is a gift. It's a tragedy, but it's a blessing because it it it, it almost starts us on a journey. And everybody's journey, uh, your life is your journey. And when your child transitions to the other side, the first thing you say is, "Well, all of a sudden, how did how did this?" How did this happen or how how am I how was I prepared for this and and it starts to come to you how you've been prepared and I explain my journey which is one of many journeys and again to be repetitive all journeys all knowings are correct nobody has a special uh, pattern on how to access and talk to the other side speak smell taste hear touch it's just a beautiful part and it shows you that this physical realm is nothing but an illusion and that it's all connected to a larger picture of eternal life and eternal love that just never ends.
5: Dr.
3: Frank, you are so inspiring. I know that I I, I feel like just in everything you said, you've touched my heart, my soul. The book, touched My Heart, My Soul, Surely people uh, that would say how is this possible as as Dr. Frank would tell you read the book and he'll be in great detail So you'll know it's not an illusion. And I had my confirmation, like I said today, in ways I've never experienced in seven years of shows. And I've had people that have transitioned to the other side, Dr. Eban Alexander, a world-renowned neurosurgeon. So I've had people like that on the show, but everything was going crazy. I didn't even know if I'd be able to do the show today. Uh, (laughs) It really was computer issues, studio issues, everything that could possibly go wrong was going wrong, and just a couple of minutes before we got it all together. So, Linda, I know you're out there, and I was introduced to you in the book, but I was introduced to you again today with what went on here.
4: (laughs) What's uh, what's very interesting is that uh, which is something that goes across all books that I've written, you know, and people that have written books before me, and I pay homage to them and, and lend them in the light, and those who will write books after me. Um, the most, which has been touched on by many, many of speakers that you've had on and I've listened to, and this is a tr- this is this is a truth. Uh, it's a spiritual truth. Is that you need to go through different levels uh, on this side and the other side. Eventually, you reincarnate, you come back. But this is the first time and in in a book such as this that we see the final transition of a soul, my daughter Linda, to the other side. And her journey and the fact that the work I've done with her on this side and the work she had done on the other side, she was able to complete all her life cycles and ascend to the highest level. And as a soul ascends to a higher level, they're able to do more on, on our side, on the physical side. So I, I, there, there, were, there is a part that, that shows that, that there is a transitioning that occurs and how souls come up. And a very interesting part of the book, one morning she came to me at OBE, and she said, Dad, we want you parents to laugh Live and love, laughing and crying emit the same healing emotions. So when you laugh and you and you live and you go forward with your life, that brings us joy, and in turn we bring that energy back to you. And she took me back in time, and this is in an out of body. She took me back in time, and I remember. Uh, it was 19, I think it was 19, I forget the year. Uh, but we were watching The Champ. I was in the movie watching The Champ with John Voigt and The Champ dies at the end, and and John and uh, uh, what's his name he, uh, says, Champ, Champ, come back, come back, and the whole movie theater erupts and they're crying. And I closed my eyes, and all I heard was laughter. And I opened my eyes, and all I heard was crying. And it occurred to me at that point. This is before Linda was born. It occurred to me at that point that the same healing endorphins are being released by the body, whether you laugh or cry. And specifically, she brought me back to that experience uh, as I was writing the book to show people that it's okay to do both. It's okay to do both. And that's very important.
3: I just want to say also, uh, two things One, you reference she came to you in OBE for those of you who don't know what it is it's an outer body experience I just want to uh, share that for those who may not know that I love that in the book there's the whole glossary that'll explain a lot of these things the other thing is I really have to give you kudos Dr. Frank because when I let you know that the show may not happen when we scheduled it for maybe a half hour delay an hour delay, I, I want it to happen no no matter what you surprised me you were so cool about it you said it'll be fine everything will be fine you had a knowing that amazed me because I know your heart and soul is in the book and getting the word out yet when I called you and I was very stressed out you were remarkably cool
4: well that's because uh, there is no time or space on the other side and everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And here's another example that it is in the book, but here's another example that happened just in, in the last few minutes, is that um, we think we can, we can control time and, and our journey and our destinies and where we go in our life, and, but it's all an illusion. Everything comes from the other side when the time is right. All lives happen simultaneously, like the spokes on a wheel, uh, and uh, that's one way of looking at it. But the simple answer, the simple answer, is that in communicating with the other side, and when the other side communicates with us, there is no time or space. And a lot of the book is written in the present. When I speak with Linda, when I interact with Linda, whether it's her and I alone or with the mediums or with my friends or with family, or when other souls come to me, as explained in the book, it's all happens in the now, in the present. So that's why when you said it may have happened, we, we create time on this side. We create the illusion of time. We manipulate it. Daylight savings. We fly to California. We lose three hours. But time and space is 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 something that, as Einstein proved, scientifically can be bent and changed. Look, when you look at the North Star, it's 320-something light years away. You're looking at something in the past, yet our mind perceives it in the present. See, the human mind in this book, uh, I just show very simply, again, no you don't have to be a scientist, just a regular person, like you would read the Daily News or, or the Inquirer. I have made it on a simple level. It just shows you that you can, once you open your mind to see that the other side exists without time or space, things just happen and fall into place. A consciousness shifts, a way of thinking, a way of speaking. It's like learning a new language, you know, or walking or or taking your first steps. And for some people, you may just take one step. And if one word in this book helps that person to take one step, and if they only step that that person can handle in their life, then it was worth it. Just one word. That's all we need.
3: Clearly, this experience, you know, impacted your life then and will continue to do so forever. I'm just wondering, in temperament and emotions and all of that, how significantly did you change as a result of this journey?
4: Well, when that, when, uh, when Linda transitioned, in the in the in the in the pain of the loss, and believe me, with all the gifts that she's given me, I cry every morning and I cry every night, and my life will never be the same, nor will anybody else's life that's lost a child, even a loved one, a husband or a wife, but especially a child, because it's not a natural progression of life. So we know that, and it's okay. That we're different. How it changed me is that the first thing it I said, of course we say why? Why did this happen? Your mind, your mind can't get around it. I should have done this. I could have done that. And it doesn't matter how the child transitions. If it was cancer, a stray bullet, uh, you know, off in the war, a, a car accident, uh, any anything. It doesn't matter. The soul transitions because it's supposed to transition, and and that's predetermined. So all of a sudden, I started to, just an introspection began in my life. What what prepared me? And I looked at, at my life, and I write about it, the books I read, but my temperament started to change. You know, I'm an Italian. I'm a little bit of a hothead. Uh, you know, I do, that's the Italian blood in you. You know, yo, forget about it. I throw you a beating, As we were in Brooklyn growing up, you know, laughing. But you look and you say, but where? Why was I an angry person? This is my personal journey. Why was I? Why was I hurt over certain things? Why did I pick certain uh, places to go? Why did I pick certain professions? Why did I do certain things? And you start to look and you start to see a difference. And, and all of a sudden, your life starts to change because you see from the transition and the reality of the other side that this side, the illusions and things that would get you crazy during the day, don't matter. They really do not matter. And that's the beauty. And that's the gift. They are our teachers. They are angels sent to us. Sent to us so we can change our way of thinking and we can actually start to progress from, from taking our lowest souls, our lowest selves from this human condition and rise up and end the, our earth life cycles and end our incarnations and grow as spiritual beings because uh, we had a kickstart, so to speak. You know, we got hit over the head. Hey, buddy, look, boom. Look, your life has changed now. What are you going to do about it? You can either sit and do nothing, or you can make a difference, not only to yourself, but to other people around you. And it's okay. It's okay to go to bereavement groups when this happens. Uh, I had to do some work with energy healers after this because I had to clear a lot of things out. But I did it. You know why? I, I did it because we they are our children, and we are still their parents. And they have made the sacrifice. They kept They're half of the bargain before we all entered into this physical realm. As a parent, how could you not uh, support your child? How could you not give them everything they want, which we all do. We take them to football games or there's, there's cheerleading. So do you think because they transition to the other side and they're physically not in front of us, we still are their parents. So they have done something, and they have given us a gift the gift of holding a child, the first day the child, my, you know, my daughter was born. I was elated. I had a pure energy in me of, of love, uh, an undul- undulating beating of, of pure essence of life. So that gift goes on. And on the other side, because there is no uh, human uh, judgment or psyche or emotion, there is no suffering on the other side. And all of this comes very clearly and openly. And that's the beauty. So we are their parents. We've suffered a tragedy. They wanted this tragedy to occur we, after we accepted the fact that we made it off a deal. We decided this was going to happen before we came into this world. So I'm just holding up my end of the bargain. No, she made a big sacrifice. Doctor
3: Frank, what, one important thing to note is she was an only child, so that makes it even more difficult to deal with that she was your only child. I'm wondering, from the point where you got the message to write the book and you actually started writing, I imagine it was sooner than later. And how long did it take you to write the book? And what it's, was the emotions like as you were writing it?
4: It 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 took uh, it was a it took about – it was a journey of about two years to write it because things unfolded in the two years. I got uh, – was – nothing happens by chance. I was introduced to uh, my friend Jeannie Callahan, a medium who does a lot of work with me in this book. And Jeannie was just a real estate agent and a friend of my wife. And my next-door neighbor, Dr. Nicholas Fognoli, the dean of Molloy College, head of the International James Joyce Society I couldn't even get through Ulysses in college. So I mean and next door neighbor and I said, "Look, Nick, I'm writing a book." He he helped me, gave me a hand, he, he gave me insight, he introduced me to people that helped me get the book published. So Linda says there's nothing by chance. Everything happens for a reason.
3: Yeah, I'm a firm believer of that. I'm a firm believer of when you have lemonade to, when you have lemon to extract the lemonade, to find that lemonade, no matter how difficult it might be. Well, it was an extraordinary journey. Uh, I want people to know how to find out more about this. The website is Linda in the Light com, com. You really want to check that out. I certainly would endorse this book, recommend the book. It's so heartfelt. It really is heartfelt. And as I said, even doing this show today, I'm very, very moved. And um, I really appreciate your letting us be the first to let people know about it. Everyone loves the breaking news and the first one to let people know when you know that before you is something that's going to be very successful, and you were the one that was there first, so I thank you for that.
4: Oh, no, I thank you for giving uh, for giving me the time. I'm um, getting back to, say, the process of writing the book. Uh, I would write something, and Linda would say, no, Dad, rewrite this, and no, no, Dad, this is the way it should be, and, and she had asked me several times to rewrite it, and I knew in the journey um, – you need, a docu- you need documentation when you write a book. And I, and I, I could have I written the book over four years. But after two years, I had enough real, solid, cognitive, everyday, concrete information that people could understand. And at that point, I had to put an ending to the book. And even at the ending to the book, two extraordinary things happened that I had to include it. So there had to be a point to cut it off. Because it continues without end. there is no ending to this book. It can go on forever. So I just said, after two years, and writing it, I said, "I have enough now." and And people have enough information, and it leaves room for other people to write, other people to to experience. Uh, again, I'm one person. This is one journey, one knowing. There's billions of journeys out there and they all are correct. And every way to communicate with your child is normal and natural and real. And they come to you based on your most prevalent sense. Some people are better at smell or sight or touch. Just because you don't see them doesn't mean they're not there. They're in in you. And we've all had an uncle, an aunt, a relative, a cousin, a brother who who has these abilities, who can talk to us. Uh, you know, you sit at the table and Aunt Josie or Grandma would say, hey, you know, I had this experience and it's real. And you sat there and you said, holy cow. So everybody knows at least one person who is able to contact the other side. So if that alone, so if there's 7 billion people on the planet and 107 billion people since the beginning of time and everybody knows one person who's had an experience with someone who's transitioned to the other side. Those numbers alone are proof enough that reality of the other side exists, and it's real, just that one, one, one thing. So multiply that by the the examples in this book and what really occurred. Uh, it, you'll see that it's just going to help people understand
3: You just referenced Aunt Josie, and uh, that was my aunt as well. And, in fact, I was introduced to you by our mutual cousin, Evelyn, uh, who told me about you and your book. And uh, I do believe she's here now. Evelyn, uh, hi.
5: Welcome. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Frank.
4: Oh, you can call me Frank. Come on. Certainly, me more Met games as a kid than I became a Met fan because of you.
5: I yeah, I was your first babysitter. At two weeks old, your parents had to go to a, a wedding, and I was your first babysitter, and that was a few years ago. But <laughs> just a couple. Yes. Uh, getting back to your book, uh, Jeffrey and I read it, and, of course, I read it with tears in my eyes, and it was hard for me to even get out the words. But I have to tell you, uh, my husband transitioned about 20 years ago, and I know he's around me because there are incidences that happen And I tell Joyce this all the time. If I lose something, I just say, Bob, please help me find it. And this is many, many days after I cannot find the article. It's staring me right in the face, right after I ask him to help me. Uh, I know he's around me, and uh, it's it's just unbelievable. Uh, I just have to cite an incident in the book, which I read and I loved, uh, with a heavy heart. Uh, where Linda saved your life when you were swimming in Sanibel Island with your friend Mike. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to cry, all of a sudden there were fish that came out of the water and and you said, let's get out of here. And you said to Linda, why did you do that? And right after that, there was a sight of sharks right in the area that you were swimming, and she saved your life. Right. It's unbelievable Uh, You have to excuse me I'm starting to cry Um, I just want to say The book is It's something that I never thought I would understand Or that I would ever read a book like this But I could not put it down And I want to wish you the very very best of luck And people should really read it Whether they lost a mother, a father Or a sister, brother, a child They have got to read this book and that's all I have to say.
4: Right, thank you, Evelyn. Because that is just one of the many things she doesn't, and I bring it out in the book, uh, saving my life when nobody was around. It was a very interesting experience, uh, me and my friend. But all of that is documented. So it, you know, it's documented in the book. There's satellite satellites to prove pinging of the sharks in the water. I mean, it's not just me saying, oh, there's sharks around, let's get out of here. I mean, there's confirmation, there's satellite confirmation of these sharks, so they were tagged, and they, and, they, and they surfaced, you know, right near us. Uh, when I had gotten home from the vacation to Sanibel Island, I looked all this up, and they, oh, and they pinged, and they were surfacing right when we were in the water. And that's, that, that in itself uh, was confirmation after the fact <laughs> days later. And that's just one of the things that she does in the book so people can see that children and loved ones are alive and they exist on the other side, and nothing is by chance. Now, what's the, what were the odds that your cousin Joyce has a radio show and I write a book, yet we're all related, we have the same uncle and aunt, your mother and father, And we've experienced the same family relationships from the opposite sides of the family. We're not family. We don't know each other. But yet, and I write this all the time, nothing is by chance. It's all predetermined, predestined. Linda's hand or somebody else's child's hand is involved. So there again is another example of life on the other side as being real, normal, natural every day.
6: Yes.
3: Uh, so I want to thank you, Evie, for calling in. And uh, as I, I, I say oftentimes, and I'm saying it worldwide, you are my favorite cousin, and when you recommend <laughs> something to me, I do listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so about that. Well, when you I speak, will... <laughs> I do listen. So yes, I thank you, you for the introduction. And
5: thank you both for everything,
4: Oh, thank you, Evelyn, for being so great to Linda her whole life, and uh, Jeffrey, and, and you, and Bob, your mother, your father. You know, family does a lot, and family is very important, whether they're on this side or the other side. It's only a thin veil, there's a vibration that separates this side from the other side. And when you see that, you realize the Mayan calendar was correct. There is a change in the way we think, there's an explosion of consciousness because we we now see things differently there's a veil there's just a vibration that separates us that's all it is it's a vibration
3: i don't recall ever meeting your daughter i don't believe i did Uh, Even you, but I've met your parents many, many times when Evelyn had a joining of her mom's side of the family with her father's side of the family. And I really do remember your parents very, very well because our family adored your family. They really did. They were such good people. So I I can see your parents in front of me literally, as we speak, uh, because they left that much of an impression because they were such wonderful people. And um, I can only imagine how special your daughter was.
4: Well, again, uh, what started me on this journey, and I write about my journey in the book. The book has different levels. It's my journey, Linda's journey. our intertwining of the journeys together. But what started me on the journey was because, we had a lot of members in our family who passed away at a very young age. We transitioned. Yes. And that, I started questioning that at 13, and my cousin died in a car accident. And I, I said, Why? What's going on here? And, and then uh, my, my aunt passes, and my mother transitions, and, and Aunt Josie. And then, but it was, it, and these were, these were the things that I write about that I didn't realize until Linda's transition that prepared me. For this the out-of-body experience at 18 my curiosity to find out why my reading of books and I mention all the books that I read all the people I've come in contact with there's no secrets I try to give people a roadmap one roadmap to to learn and access the other side there's many 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 roadmaps and again I am not a guru I'm a natural regular guy uh, yeah, right. I'm a doctor and I worked hard and I studied and I did a lot of things. But I, can always, I consider myself a regular guy. I don't consider myself somebody who has this tremendous enlightenment and powers. There's institutions like the Monroe Institute, the Omega Institute, uh, Brampton School. These people were people of extraordinary insight and ability. And all I am, I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, everybody can learn how to play baseball everybody can learn how to ride a bike. Some people are great at it, some people are okay at it, but we all can do it. It's a natural it's a natural part of life.
3: Again, the book is Linda in the Light. The website is Linda in dot com. Linda is L I N D A. Linda in the Light. Our special guest, Doctor Frank Labato, here with us today. And folks, We really do hope you get value out of the show, you get inspired out of the show, you look to see who you want to connect with on the other side, and here are more reasons why you should be listening to us every day, all great shows, each and every day, from our health guru, Beverly Nadler, in her own words.
1: Listen to me, I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. and let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show.
3: And, folks, we ask that you partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to com, B-A-R-R-I-E, com. And on the upper left of the homepage, my picture is there. And right under that, it says follow. And if you click on that, you will see every show, every guest, every topic. You need not miss any of them because you will get an email about all that we are offering you. I just want to say that this Friday is Friday the 13th. So on Friday the 13th, we have a call-in show with a renowned, worldwide renowned psychic who was given us the exclusive on his radio shows and we have uh an incredible medium. We have both on Friday the thirteenth. So you can call in and ask the psychic what you'd like. You can ask the medium what you would like. Uh they are mini readings free on air this Friday the thirteenth at eleven AM Eastern. Okay, back to you, Frank. What message do you really want to convey to people i know you really want to make a difference so what is the thing that will impact them such that not only will they uh try to make contact with the other side themselves if they haven't already done so, or take what they know to another level. Uh, But mostly we ask that they share with people, introduce it to others. All our shows are archived. You can hear any show 24-7 in our archives, Joyce, Barry, and Friends. So what message do you really want to leave people with?
4: It's a very simple message. If I can do this, so can you. (laughs) <laughs> if I can learn how to do this So can you It's as simple as that uh, That's the. It's a very humble message It's a very simple message Everybody has this ability It's an essential birthright Trust What comes to you From the other side Be open to it It could be a small message It could be a large message Live as best you can Laugh Best you can, love as best you can, cry as best you can, because when you understand that these emotions are part of what life is about and the other side uh, feels the energy and the experience, it's okay. Again, we're not going to, we've been changed, but we've been given a great gift. And it's like it's, it's a wonderful life when Clarence. Uh, when George Bailey wants to you know, jump off the bridge and Clarence says, George, you've been given a great gift. Don't you see what a waste it would be to throw it all away? And that's what this is. Your child transitions. They leave you with a message. They want you to the other experience the other side. We are the lucky ones because we have advocates now on the other side, our children. And they want us to see, they want us to grow, they want us to go beyond the physical and and live eternally in the non-physical. And that's a simple message. We all can do it. Everyone has the ability. Nobody is any better than anybody else. We all have special gifts and talents, and we need to respect our own knowing and others' knowings. So that Indeed, everyone. that
3: was a very empowering message, very empowering. And I just want to say that the movie uh, Dr. Frank references, It's a Wonderful Life, is a Christmas classic that is played every year. So they just run it again and again. It's a very powerful a movie with a powerful message of its own. Uh for the most part with Linda uh, on a daily basis, do you reach out to her or does she come in from out of nowhere whenever she chooses to, to reach out to you? Usually,
4: <laughs> usually she just comes to me, uh, which she just comes to me with things like today, this morning, in fact, when the, you tell me a radio show, she said, dad, don't worry. It's just, it's going to happen. So I said to you, Joyce, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I fight when I, I will ask her for advice at times. Sometimes she'll just whisper thing in, things in my ears that I am totally unaware of. A very quick thing. We were in uh, uh, Newport Beach, 730 in the morning, and she talked in my ear as plain as day. We were, myself, I was sleeping. Uh, my wife, Susan, we were sleeping. We didn't even get up yet. She said, Dad, I want you to go to the front of the apartment. I want you to open up the sliding glass door. I want you to look out on the veranda. There's a flower. A hummingbird is going to be there right now. So my wife says, where are you going? I said, Linda said to get up. There's a hummingbird coming right there. And I opened up that, opened that, that slider and the curtain, looked out. Sure enough, the hummingbird landed, and she just woke me up. And that's just one of the things that she'll do to me on, on a daily basis. So she comes wow. to me all the time when uh, she wants to, mostly. And she's doing, she does a lot of work with children who've transitioned to the other side. She works with them a lot. I explain that in the book. But it, it, it's just because when you're open, there is no time. So she'll tap me on the back at 2 o'clock in the morning. She'll hit me in the head, and I can feel like things going on, the physical things that she'll do. So uh, I guess it's a combination of me reaching out to her, and sometimes she'll just... I'll hear as plan as they say something to me, and I say, okay, it's done. You don't have to ask again. Yeah, that's
3: true for me also when I reach out. And also I'm open to the universe for the messages from the people that I really do want to be connected to. Folks, if you're listening to the show today and you're saying, I have to try to make that connection. I have to try to tap into that. I have to try to get to Frank's website, check out that book. I have to read that book. My question to all of you is, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and friends, the number one worldwide internet radio show. This poem, an original by U.S. Truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication to get wealthy? It's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Dr. Frank, I, I thought you were awesome on the show. You put it in very real terms. Uh, you really let people know that, that just for reaching out and looking within, they can access the other side. Any other thing you want to share with us as we're wrapping up the show?:
4: I just would like to say to all of us out there uh, that if we've all lost people in our lives, uh, we've lost children. But it's just a physical loss. And this world is very finite. And as we move to higher levels, the other side comes across much more easier. And we see that it is just a continuation, a continuum of life. There is no separation from the physical to the non-physical. There's just a veil. And the veil lifts. And once that veil lifts and, it, and you're, you're open to that veil lifting... The other side comes to you and you'll find joys in your life and things will come to you that you never dreamed possible because we're living in a world of unconditional love when we contact the other side. There's a world of no judgment, a world of no anger, there's a world of no ego, There's there's, there's only pure unconditional love and a transcendence of the soul and a transformation into the light, and that's why the title of the book was Linda's idea. Linda in the light, and underneath that, the incredible true story that would change your life forever. I was in. A, I was. I went to a, a church. Uh, I was, uh, was lo- speaking to the Blessed Mother, and as clear as day, Linda said, "Dad, I want you to put this underneath the title of the book." I said, "Fine. If that what you want? You're the writer." you're the ghostwriter. i just write this book but there's but i try to be i try to be light you know this is a a hard book for me to write was very difficult it's a hard book maybe for people to read but it's also an easy book because it opens you up to the other side and the light and the truth that we all connected and again if one word in this book uh helps us to experience their child or loved one as truly alive beyond the physical world that life eternal is real that Linda's intentions and my intentions have been fulfilled and that's all I'm asking if if it helps one person to to communicate with their husband their wife or their child in real terms and it helps one person to understand that this is part of a greater journey and the sacrifice that our children make, they are our teachers. We need to respect that. If one person gets one thing out of this book is that they, every, they are alive. We can all do this. It is a blessing for all of us. And, again, I have no a prior experience. I'm not this great guru. I wasn't born with natural abilities. I write about that in the book. I'm just one person Explaining One Journey, and I hope from this book many more books will come forth and many more journeys will be available.
3: First, I want to thank you, Dr. Frank, for uh, sharing your awesome book with all of us. I want to thank my cousin, Evelyn, for being a great cousin and for introducing me to you, Dr. Frank, and endorsing the book. And I want to thank all our listeners who stayed pay special attention please share this story uh, with your friends again it is in our archives be sure to tune in on Friday we have a psychic medium and a medium that will take your calls answer your questions in a mini reading and I want to share my special prayer for all of you may yesterday be the last day the very last day of your struggles your suffering your ill health your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May this be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good luck, Good health, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles, and a special thank you to linda for creating the miracle of having this show happen despite all the craziness surrounding the technology folks we invite you to sing along with us dance along with us and laugh along with us and you can do that starting right here right now to the joyce barry mash god bless you and thank you so much for listening
0: the world will change. Drexel University is designed to change with it. Drexel's unique design combines academic rigor with a transformative cooperative education program, positioning students and faculty alongside the experts tackling today's most complex issues. By constantly learning and evolving as the world moves forward, Drexel produces visionary leaders equipped to anticipate and address the challenges of the future. This is experiential education. Learn more at drexel.edu slash ambition can't wait the world will change. Drexel University is designed to change with it. By combining academic rigor with a transformative cooperative education program, Drexel is preparing visionary leaders equipped to address the challenges of the future. Learn more at drexel.edu slash ambition can't wait.